Thanks for listening to the Tribe Church Podcast. In this episode, you'll hear from some members of our community in what we call Tribe Stories. They're interviews with followers of Jesus here in our church, living in our context, and working to apply the teachings of Jesus to their lives. They serve as living illustrations of discipleship today, and we hope that they encourage you in your journey as well. Enjoy. Okay, that ends our time of communion, and it brings us to a really special time in our service called Tribe Story, where we get to hear from members of our own community as they live out the way of Jesus. Today we have a special treat. Um, some dear friends of ours, Sandra and DeWitt, um, who also help with all the ushering. I'm sure you see them all over the place on a Sunday morning. But it's a really neat treat because usually when we have people share, it's from sort of an expertise place, right? Like I've been practicing or doing something for a decade, two decades, um, and they're kind of going back and telling how they began to do something. And But this is really special because, um, because it's a different perspective, and I think one that's so needed to hear. Um, so we'll start with, when did you guys start practicing Sabbath, and what... Was there anything that, um, what was it that sparked it for you guys? I'm going to let my husband share this. I love her. <laughs> uh, you know, um, about, a, about a year ago, um, uh, I had open heart surgery. And when I had open heart surgery, uh, you go through that experience and you, one of the things that comes through your mind is that, um, you might not survive. And it, it, it goes through a, a phase of reassessment of what's important to you. And I think for me, um, after you survive, you think that you're getting not like after you, you know, come to the Lord, you're getting a second chance at life. And to me, I'm on life number three to me, um, getting another opportunity. And, uh, you know, I started looking at ways that trying to remember back to when Sandra and I first met and just our love story and how we got to know each other. And and we're going to be married six years in March. And, you know, through that time, you you start thinking about, you know, how to kind of reignite that. And I started looking at ways to um, fall in love with my best friend again because it it was... um, one of the things that was important to me um, to have that feeling again because I feel like I've had another opportunity because I'm still alive. And I asked some friends, um, you know, we, we moved here from Los Angeles, so I had some still close friends that, you know, I'm really tight with there, and I asked them a few things that they were doing. They gave me some suggestions. I was looking to improve our uh, intimacy, our, our emotional intimacy, our physical intimacy, uh, lots of different ways to try to reignite that and make that great again. Uh, go back to when we were at the beginning. He gave me some suggestions, and one brother brought up the Sabbath. And honestly, when he first brought it up, I was like, that's dumb. I'm not doing that. Um, <laughs> no, really, seriously, that, to my shame, that's really what it was. And uh, then a couple months later, you know, as I was still seeking for something that I could reinvigorate our family together, uh, another brother from there mentioned the Sabbath. And um, again... You know, I, I just discarded it. Thanks, bro. You know, that was kind of like the, the answer I gave. And then uh, around September, um, 
I was talking to Elias actually, and we were talking a little bit about our marriage and and whatnot, and and uh, he mentioned something that you and and him were practicing in the Sabbath, and I was like, man, do I have to get hit in the head like three times for this to happen? And um, you know, I started looking into it, studying it out a little bit, and I kind of brought it up with our family. I brought it up with Sandra, and we talked a little bit about it. And uh, since about mid-October, um, we've been uh, practicing the Sabbath. Um, and again, it's the hopes of, of just uh, having a great connection time with my family and most importantly, my wife. So sometimes it takes a little while, right? People have to repeat it. And for, you have to hear. for me, it does. I think yeah. for a lot of us, do it. You're not alone. Um, so it's been a few months, and is it just all pie in the sky, or are you guys experiencing that J curve that Christian spoke about? Yeah, we're, we're experiencing the J curve. <laughs> Tell us about that, because I think this is what the part that's really helpful. Like, I like mess, like not in my house, but I like mess in the sense of, <laughs> I like the messy stuff that produces something. And oftentimes, even in, in discipleship and discipling relationships, people can share kind of like the outcome. Like, hey, well, I did this and look, look at where I'm at now. And and imitate me, you know, follow me as I follow Jesus. And it all sounds really great and inspirational, but sometimes what's missing is that in-between part, the the practical, messy, what did it look like? How many times did you fall on your face? Like, did you hate it? Did it hurt? Um, so I was really grateful that you guys were willing to share because you're kind of in that feeling it out stage. So please share as, as much as you're... So my challenge is the Sabbath creates it creates rest and it's great but it also creates anxiety in me and stress um, the reason being is because I work Monday through Friday I work long days and then I you know I get Noah ready for school and then I go to work and then I come home and get him ready for bed and then all I want to do is relax so Monday through Friday it's hard to do anything in the house because I'm out, and then I, my I take care of our boy. He takes care of him before I get home, and and he even you know helps with the house a little, and um, and so no, he helps. A, I mean, he does a lot of stuff, but I mean, I feel like it's my responsibility. The house is my responsibility, and on the weekend, all I think about is I need to clean the house. I need to clean the house. I need to clean the house. And it's hard because we start our Sabbath Friday night uh, for, for Saturday night. And so I'm like, when am I going to clean the house? And so then Saturday night comes and I'm tired. <laughs> Even though I rested, I'm tired. I'm thinking, I, I don't want to clean the house on Saturday night. And then on Sunday, we come to church and, you know, we serve and appreciate serving. And but then when I got, you know, by the time we go home and eat lunch and yes, then I start cleaning. But it's not... It, it doesn't give me enough time. And so I feel like time is a factor for me and my stress and then taking care of Noah and, and mommy, will you play with me? Mommy, will you play with me? I, I know he needs a sibling, but. <laughs> <laughs> you can borrow not, one of mine. Gonna, we're, not, we're not even trying that, so. <laughs> we're past that stage. But I'm just saying he needs to be entertained sometimes. And he entertains himself, but. That's the challenge for me. Sure. The challenge is the anxiety, which can create anxiety in that day. And 
Yeah, I think reordering our our days and our time to prepare for Sabbath is probably one of the most challenging things to do. And I don't have time to prepare. I feel like I don't have time to prepare for Sabbath because because I, I, I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm busy, and I hate to say that, but she's busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this is. I mean, this is the initial stage, and. I'm sure if you talk to anybody who's practiced for a little bit, they can also share how they went through something similar, right? I mean, it's not going to be exactly the same, but kind of the growing pains of learning how to reorder our lives and what's important. And um, and you're on the journey. No one's going to give you that answer. You guys are going to figure it out for yourselves. But So how is that dynamic playing into your experience of the Sabbath and such? Yeah, I, I think for me, I'm very much like Christian. Like once, you know, I made the decision that I really want to do the Sabbath. And once I presented it to my wife and we got on the same page on doing it, then it became like my Sabbath. It was like, I, I want it to look like this. I want it to, to feel like this. This is what the experience should be. And that's really not what my wife was thinking. And um, just kind of learning about how I reacted to, uh, like, here's an example. Uh, I would say quickly, I'm thinking about doing something with the family. We're going out and we're going to go to the park and play with Noah and have a good time and delight in each other and have fun with Noah. And then we get in the car and I'm going back and I'm thinking about wanting to rest. And my wife is like, hey, let's stop at Costco. And I'm just like, I don't want to go. I don't, don't want to go to Costco on Saturday. I want to go home and relax and whatnot. And I think for us, the most difficult part is that we had great intentions on both sides, but our communication wasn't great. Um, at the beginning on kind of what what I was thinking it would look like and what she would think it would look like. And then more importantly, that it is a separate experience even though we're doing it together. And that my Sabbath and the way that I'm looking at it, it should really be like Christian was saying and actually referenced Deb, our Sabbath and what our Sabbath was, was really supposed to be looking like. So communication was a bit of a challenge. But without that happening, you never would have known. That's right. Right? And I think that's what I love about Sabbath is that it, pro it provides this space for things to come up that we don't have the time to see during the week. And I remember the beginning of our Sabbath, we had a lot of fights. And I'm like, this doesn't sound like Sabbath. Like, <laughs> but it was just, it was. It was giving this space for these things to come out. And, um, and one of the things that popped in my head that Elias would repeat over and over is Sabbath is no have-tos. But they're different for each person, right? Like something might not seem like a have to to you, but feels like a have to to her and vice versa. And the beauty is gonna be you guys learning how to communicate through all that and, and learn each other's rest modes. Um, any advice that you'd like to give people who are, because I'm, I'm, I think that you guys are gonna continue to commit and you're gonna get up on the other side of that curve. Um, so yeah, for, for any people who are starting who are like, okay, yeah, that does sound messy, or that is the reason why I don't want to do it, any encouraging words? For me, I think, is to give yourself some grace um, and just know that it's not going to be done perfectly in the beginning and to just keep at it because I figured and I appreciated, okay, maybe my Sabbath is just going to be Friday night and Saturday morning and then... Maybe I'm not going to be perfect at it and commit throughout the entire day right now at this point in my life. Um, because I don't want to feel anxious and I don't want to feel, I don't want to feel that. So for me, I think if we are resting at home, 
maybe my husband can rest <laughs> and I can do what I need to do so and and then I'll get better at it and I'll just continue to work on it and continue to work on my heart and my time um, my time with God because I think Noah can be a distraction and but I think just continuing on to practice that and keep on trying. Yeah, and uh, I appreciate my wife's words. Uh, it's definitely something that you uh, really have to think through with your heart. And my advice to everyone uh, would be, um, don't shy away from doing the Sabbath because it's difficult or it gets messy. Uh, I'm much like Rachel, I, I like the messy stuff. If there's any issue, I wanna talk about it like right then. Um, I don't have any, that, that sometimes does cause challenges. Um, but uh, I, I enjoy the messy stuff too because when something is, is, is not easy, what comes from that is great. And I, th I think when you look at it, there are people um, who look at it and say, well, that's gonna be really hard. Well, if it was easy, everybody would do it. That's what makes our life different and it makes our life uh, impactful is because we're doing something that is hard and that it, it requires commitment and discipline and, and inspiration and passion. It requires all those things to be able to get to the next point. And if you shy away because um, it's hard, uh, I got news for you. Uh, your Christian life is hard and it is going to be difficult and it is going to be challenging. Preach but what it. comes from it, um, I'm sorry. No, it's kind. Um, I, get, I, I, get, I, get, I get fired up about stuff like that sometimes. Um, but uh, when, when you, uh, now that my train of thought's been I'm broken. But, um, <laughs> but when you go through something that is difficult, my, my, my point just is, is that it being hard is what makes it great. And once you get past that point, I look for amazing things to come from our marriage yeah. and our communication and our love for one another, our intimacy, because we made a decision as a family to do this. Thank you so much, guys. Love you guys so much. Thank you.